love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside fellow zealots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing great. Great. Fantastic. Two greats. All right. In this episode, we're doing a new review of the movie Annihilation. It just came out this weekend, and we got our new review coming right up. First, of course, as always, first thing we do is the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, guys. Uh, I realized uh, after I listened back on an episode or two, I, I don't really give the rules anymore. So if somebody just listens to this episode, they don't know what the heck's going on. So let me give a brief uh, synopsis of what the rules actually are uh, for this Wait, game. You're telling me there are rules? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe you guys will do better if you know what how you're supposed to play. So for those of you who don't know how the game works, I will play a movie quote vocalized by Amazon Alexa. And the participants, Joe and Paul, for this episode will write down the complete name of the movie, the year it was released, and the top three build actors in order. They will receive one correct one point for every correct movie name and actor guessed correctly uh, and receive two points for the correct year that the movie was released. I'll keep a running total, of course, and at the end of the year, we will have a victor. Uh, so play alongside and uh, see how you guys stack and up. Don't forget the bonus points for the sweep. Oh, yeah, and there's bonus points. If you get all the points, you get four bonus points to give you an even 10 points instead of the six that are possible, total possible. That's happened twice already so go back in the archives uh listen to those episodes very exciting stuff uh but this one uh let's see which one is it that i'm doing for this episode oh yeah here we go this is going to be very interesting because as easy as it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to give me the movie and the correct actors well it's all based on the movie that you think it might be so here we i don't i don't like when you when you state that it's going to be interesting it's bad (laughs) enough when you say it's going to be easy all right here we go a martini shaken, not stirred. A martini shaken, not stirred. A martini shaken, not stirred. That's right. I need the name of the movie. Me? I know. Isn't that awful? What is the first movie that that line was set in? Hmm. That is going to be tough. And while you guys think about it, let me go over some ad reads that I have. Well, not really ad reads. It's self-promotion, really. So if you guys enjoy the show, please rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. It helps the show. Also, recommend us to other people's other people's other people that you know that you may, that might like this show. So if you know somebody else likes to go see movies, you know, tell them about our show and have them subscribe as well. Uh, like our Facebook page, Movies Outs Podcast. I post movie-related things on there, and I also every time I go to a movie, I do a check-in at the theater, so you can see what shows are po- or what. Uh, upcoming reviews are possible uh, beforehand. I'm not sure anybody cares about that, but... And also, join our Movie Zealots podcast league on fantasymovieleague.com. It's a fun weekly competition where you can pick up to eight movies to populate your virtual movie Cineplex. And uh, they tally, tally the totals for the weekends, and, you know, there's a winner at every... T- there's a winner every weekend who has the highest score. There's going to be a link in our show notes page. Sign up, find the Movie Zealots podcast private league, and use the password Jack Burton. No caps, no underscores, or <laughs> no caps, no spaces, J-A-C-K-B-U-R-T-O-N, and uh, play alongside us. That'll be a good time. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. All right, so let me see if I see any thumbs up. Joe's got two. 
Paul's got, uh, I think, did you shoot me with a gun? <laughs> I don't, I, oh, no, that's a, got a pen in your hand, too. <laughs> oh, he's winking. Yikes. All right, boys. This, again, this is the quote. A martini shaken, not stirred. Oh, boy. All right, who would like to go first? Hey, Paul, I'll you go. made a noise. So. I'll go. <laughs> All right, Paul. What you got? New movie name, please. Uh, it's a tough one because I'm thinking that it's probably Casino Royale, but I went with Dr. No. 1965, Sean Connery. Okay. Um, is that... Do you have no other guesses? I hate James Bond, by the way. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> How dare you, sir? All right. Joe, what do you got, buddy? Well, I started thinking Dr. No, and then I switched it to On Her Majesty's Secret Service, 1967, George Lazenby. Wow. That's a... I never guessed that movie only because I would not know who the James Bond was because I didn't know that guy's name, so... Uh, that's pretty impressive <laughs> that you have his name. Unfortunately, well, that was kind of a comedy too. It was sort of a. It was. It was kind of the first Bond film, but I don't remember. Was the martini brought from that, or you guys, was it started with Sean Connery? You guys are going. Well, you guys are going to be shocked. The movie is Goldfinger, 1964. Sean Connery, Gert Frobe, who played Goldfinger, and Honor Blackman. Now. Can you, uh, you'll never guess by the name who this person, what character this person played. Honor Blackman. Anybody want to take a guess? Guess the exact opposite of what that name would represent, and then you got that person. Pussy Galore. Yes! <laughs> what a weird contrast, right? Pussy Galore was played by Honor Blackman. Uh, very interesting. Pussy Galore is my favorite character name of all time. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, apparently Goldfinger. Except for what was the one from Austin Powers? What the, uh, the uh, a lot of vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah, a lot of vagina. vagina. Uh, hey, this is a PG show, boys. <laughs> yeah, Goldfinger. I can't believe that was the first time that those words were ever spoken. Uh, but, well, Paul, hey, again, you are creeping wow. back up on Joe. Joe has now 40 points, and Paul, you have 35. You're within striking distance. All right, but uh, now let's get back on to the review of Annihilation. This movie came out in 2018. The rating, <laughs> my rating is rating. I, I typed R. It must have auto-completed on my sheet. <laughs> wow. So my rating <laughs> is rated R. Runtime is an hour, 55 minutes. Director is Alex Garland. Uh, other projects he's directed, uh, he's a writer on a lot of stuff, but he did direct Ex Machina, which I did not see. Uh, Ex cast Machina? Is that what it is? Is it Machina? I don't know. Looks like Machine. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know what Paul's doing. <laughs> Paul's having a good old time. What are you doing? I always said Ex Machina, but this might just be another issue of this is the way Tom reads things. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> Do you have a correction, Paul? Or are you just high on drugs? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Ah, damn it. You know, they always say Deuce Ex machine, Machina. Deus Ex Machina. I never knew if it was Machina or Machina. I always read it as Machina. I don't know why. I, I don't no know. Idea. It's those stupid eagles, Tom. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyway, that's what he's The God from the machine that uh, always comes and saves everybody every time for no reason. That gets them out of trouble. Uh, cast a note. Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Tess uh, Thompson. IMDB. All right. Joe, let me get... <laughs> I want you to take a guess on IMDb. That's one out of, uh, yeah, 10, top 10, one out of 10. What rating would you guess after seeing this movie? Uh, what rating do you think IMDb has it at right now? 
what rating? IMDb has it. I, I'm sure they have it at like 92, and I have no idea why. You mean 9.2? Yes. Well, I've, I shifted my decimal. I'll, again, I'll do sorry. the math for you this time. <laughs> yeah, it's eight. I'm, I was shocked at these numbers, to be honest with you. So IMDb has an eight point or eight out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics have it at eighty-seven, and the audience at sixty-five. The budget for this movie was forty million dollars, approximately, and it is the opening weekend, so we don't have any real numbers as of yet. Uh, notes about this film: This film was based on the first book in the Southern Reach trilogy. Now, Paul, you're uh, well read. Have you read read the Southern Reach trilogy, or do no, you know I have of them? not? Are you, are you aware of this trilogy? No, no. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. Uh, director Alex Garland decided not to reread the novel Annihilation. Instead, he decided to adapt it like a dream of the book. That sounds like he was lazy. <laughs> That's not like he didn't want to reread the book, right? Why? You're making a movie adaptation of this book and you don't reread it? That sounds sketch to me. Real sketch. Yeah, mate. I think he left out the part where they might have a plot. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it was a dream of the book, I'm sure. All right. Hey, this is interesting. Frances McDormand, you know, of uh, Three Billboards, she was considered for the role of Dr. Ventress before Jennifer Jason Lee was cast. Now, Joe, please tell me, you know who Jennifer Jason Lee? She was the um, uh, the one who was in charge of everything, who went in as the boss with cancer. Tell me you know where she's from. Because mm-hmm. the whole time I watched that movie, all I could think about her as this other role. Yeah, I remember her from our youth, but I don't... No, 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 not our youth. Not our youth. I I didn't place her at the time. No, 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 no. If you go back and watch it, she is in the Hateful Eight. She's Daisy Marmaduke or whatever. She's the crazy lady that they're transporting. Yes! Oh, nice! As soon as I saw saw her, I'm like, holy... I I recognize her immediately. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is her. (laughs) Yeah, that's who that was. Wow. Yeah, I know. What a a, uh, tell of two rules. Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah, I recognized her immediately, and I all I could think the whole movie I was watching, I was thinking of her as that crazy lady, and uh, hateful. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Natalie Portman. She did what? It was like single white female and all the stuff way back in the day, right? I mean, she was. Oh, in I a don't bunch know. Yeah, you know, I honestly don't remember her for anything but hateful. I mean, she's what a what a role she did in that one. What a that was good stuff. Uh, next, Natalie Portman, Benedict Wong, and Tessa Thompson have all starred in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Portman played Jane Foster oh, I mean, in Thor. Is there many actors that haven't anymore? I mean, oh, you know, possibly. Uh, but I don't remember. I don't remember Portman playing anybody in Thor. Yeah, girlfriend, was, right? Really? I I don't remember. I think the and the MCU is kind of like you once guest starred on Law and Order now. Yeah, she's Jane Foster. Yeah, exactly. Company. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, you want to know who that uh, is? So. Benedict Wong. Uh, he's Lomax. In this movie, he's the one, Joe, he's the one asking the asking Natalie the questions when she returns the guy in the suit. Uh, he is he played Wong in Doctor Strange, <laughs> real original name. He played himself. Uh, essentially. Yeah. And Thompson, who plays Josie, one of the uh, scientists, played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Which I guess I don't recall, but yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Really? Uh, you don't recall? I oh, okay. Remember. I remember her now. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Both Oscar Isaac, who played Kane, the husband, and Natalie Portman have starred in a Star Wars movie. Isaac in the Star Wars sequel trilogy and Portman in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Yeah. I, I, I Natalie Portman has kind of been ruined on me 
based on her uh, portrayal of that princess who talks in the monotone voice. Oh, I hate that. I hated her in those movies. And I'm just, I'm just so beautiful because I'm so in love with you, or something. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Bad, Every time I see her, that's the worst dialogue ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, awful. Uh, this was the, f- this was the first rated R film between Paramount Pictures and Skydance, the second Skydance film overall to receive that rating. Now, my que- I only, only wrote that note down because I wanted to, re- to, I wanted to uh, bring up the point of why this movie is rated R. They have what? Five, six I have F no idea. Five or six F bombs. Obviously that's enough to get rated R, but why do it? Cause they were gratuitous. There was no, like they didn't, they're just passing F bombs that did nothing to enhance the movie. They could have got a PG 13. Well, they could have got a PG movie if they could took out the F bombs. I'm sure. Cause there's nothing. Or they nothing. could have at least shown her breast or something. Well, right? they I did mean, show, they, they showed uh, it's ever so slight side. They could have done something for scene. you. Yes. But if, yeah, if, 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 if you're going to do it, you might as well, you know, go all in. Right? I don't know why they wanted this movie to be rated R. Because they could have easily made this movie well, PG-13 without... Some people some people think horror movie PG, I don't think I want to see it. Yes, Joe's one and of those I people, but this is, not a, this is not but a... Just because it's rated movie. R doesn't mean it's good. It means the content is not okay for a PG-13 rating. But this was just... No, this is rated like R because it dropped the F-bomb more than once. That's the only reason this is rated R. Which leads me to believe that for they no reason they, yeah, they intentionally made this rated R because you wouldn't do it. They must think if it's rated R, more people will go see it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes, and was it even really a horror? I mean, I don't. No, know. it wasn't. I That's what I mean. What kind of movie it was. I to me, don't know. the movie was always a science science fiction movie. So making it rated R for your reasoning, Joe, where you know horror movies and PG thirteen, you usually don't go see them. That doesn't really work on this movie. It's a sci-fi movie. Doesn't work. I thought yeah. it was a sci-fi movie. I didn't so, even look at the rating before we left. I had no idea what it was rated when we went. Well, to see. I, as soon as they dropped the second F bomb, I knew it was rated R. I didn't know either, but I saw. So I heard the first one, then I heard the second one. And I go, oh, "This is rated R." And there it was says n- it says it's rated R for violence, bloody images, language, no. and some sexuality. Language, sexuality. You, you see her back twice, or her bare back twice. With just the slightest evidence of a side boob. There, That's it. There was some implied cowgirl going on. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. They said the F-bomb a couple times. Violence. There's more violence in any PG movie. Jumanji has more violence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah there's, no kidding. Go watch yeah. Indiana Jones and then come back to me and talk <laughs> yeah. to you about R-rated yeah. violence. This movie is because of those F-bombs. It's the only reason why this movie is rated R. And I wonder if they intentionally did that because, they, like I said, those F-bombs were dropped just in like... They, they didn't mean anything. They didn't enhance anything. They're just worthless. This is weird because it's only going to the theaters in the United States and Canada. It's going straight to Netflix outside of North America. It should have went uh, inside of North America, too. All right. So do you want to go first or you want me to go, Joe, with the review? Um, I guess I can. I don't know what it was about or why they even bothered other than my, my theory that I was, I was chatting with Paul right before you came on was saying, you know, I think the inspiration for this movie was Intel came out with a new chipset. <laughs> And they're like, hey, look, I can do something new with a computer graphic. Ooh, it, yeah. There, there was no story. I mean, it was okay. Oh, and let can, me give you, you the render crystal trees. I'm sorry. Let me give you uh, the synopsis. I, I want to start doing that in every episode. And I forgot to do it. A biologist oh, okay. signs yes, up. Please. Yes. Maybe you'll catch me up. Here we go. A biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition where the laws of nature don't apply. So that's very vaguely. Well, that's exactly what it's about. Yeah. Let me expound on uh, what you're saying, Joe. Yeah. I found the premise or that I found it vaguely interesting what was going on 
but not entertaining in the least amount. It just, there's just nothing there to capture my interest. Uh, I mean, I, I like, no, it may, let me, let me rephrase that. It was interesting of like, oh, I wonder what this is about, but it was so unentertaining. I couldn't care more or less. <laughs> I couldn't care less. In fact, if my screen halfway through this movie, if the projector would have went out and they would have gave us, uh, you know, credit to come back later to say, I'd, I'd go see something else. I would not continue to see. I, I could have cared. I could not have cared what happens at the end of this movie any less than I was. There's just nothing there to, there was nothing of interest to go on this. And let me tell you, watching uh, a random performance art in a cafe somewhere would have been 10 times more interesting than this movie. Yeah. Uh, Rex Reed of the New York observer. <laughs> I was reading some uh, reviews cause I was flabbergasted by the eight out of 10 for IMDb. I'm like, who the heck think this movie is good. So I, I had to look it up. His review <laughs> sums it up. A demented science fiction comic book of a movie that makes less sense than a butterfly mating with a buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly right. It just makes no sense. It's just completely dumb. And and uh, Natalie Portman, you're supposed to like want to care about her until you find out. Well, should we do spoilers? I don't know. Is it a really spoiler? I don't know. All right, this is spoiler. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the only likable character was the first one they killed. Yeah, because Natalie Portman, you think she'd be the protagonist. You know, everyone be behind her, want her to live and stuff. Then you find out she's uh she's cheating on her husband. Like she's no good. She's damaged goods. And uh, they imply that she's an alien halfway through the thing. So what yeah. Uh, yeah they uh, they don't they don't even answer the questions they raise. No, yeah. They just like, oh, they caught caught the thing on fire and she might be an alien at the end with her alien husband. <laughs> what? Really? That's Yeah, it's an absolute mess. I mean, I don't yeah, they caught up you know, the army walks around with white phosphorus grenades all the time and the alien catches itself on fire with it. And it burns down the entire alien now, species, even though her husband did it and it didn't bother them then. I presume that if I look at this movie, not as a standalone movie, but as a trilogy of movies, you can, you can forgive it a little bit because then, you know, the next movie is going to start explaining more. But this has never been presented as. No, a, you can't, because your first story still has to give you a reason to think about the second one. You still oh, yeah, need I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't go to movie. the second movie, but I'm saying. If this is a trilogy of books, you don't have a hard ending. It's just a continuation that flows into maybe the second one. I don't know, but they don't. They've never presented this as a trilogy. Um, I only know it was based on a trilogy of books because of my research. I did a series of books I've no, I've never heard of. So, yeah, I don't. Man, this is tough. Yeah, this. Movie, I mean, it had a third act. Why isn't it? I mean, it should act like it. It should act like a movie. I mean, this. Whoever whoever made this and edited this movie together, I mean, if your if your name's like not Scorsese, maybe you shouldn't really mess with this formula too much. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, at, I, at some point you should follow the rules of movie making, and they didn't, and you can tell it just it's a hot mess. Yeah, I I man, I was so disappointed in this movie. When we left the theater, Rotten Tomatoes had the audience score at over seventy percent, and. I, I was one of the people to help bring it. The first time I ever signed on to Rotten Tomatoes to uh, wow. rate a movie. <laughs> this one I literally created an account on Rotten Tomatoes just to pan this movie. Wow. You you really hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it either, but not and enough. like our rating system, I created a new one. Stop <laughs> others from seeing it. <laughs> wow. So not only not see it, but you're like, you will physically stop someone going to the theater. 
Yeah, I mean, you need to intervene. Okay, right? see, you need to stop these people. I gave this of I gave this a rating of watch free on TV. So if it comes on TV, doesn't cost you a penny. Go ahead and watch it, only because there is some interesting looking stuff, right? It's it's a mess of a movie, and you're gonna waste an hour and a half or two hours. Well, it'll be exactly two hours. Well, less than two hours if you're watching on TV. And at least you get some commercial breaks, and they edit it a little bit. But yeah, it's it's a mess of a movie. I, I don't know. I'd I'd say watch it for free. If like I give it the second to lowest rating, watch it for free. Uh, if it happens to be on, go ahead, sit down. You know, there's some interesting visuals. I guess you can see. Um, if you like Natalie Portman in general, you can see it. But yeah, this movie is just don't go to theater. I mean, if you like Natalie Portman, because I came up with the the theory that the director of this movie has Natalie Portman on film doing something truly unspeakable. <laughs> That he has this film and he made her do this movie or he was going to expose this footage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Oh man. What a mess. What a mess of a movie. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know why the critics like it and IMDb is getting a high rating. I, I, I'm missing it. I, I don't, I don't see it. Maybe Paul, if uh, Paul went to see it, uh, he would tell us the missing piece that we're missing, Joe. I don't know. Maybe he can explain it. Yeah, it, it it's working on a level that I'm not at. But definitely. Paul, if you do try to go see his movie, look both left and right because Joe will tackle you and stop you from doing so. <laughs> <laughs> he will physically restrain you. <laughs> Just warn you right now, the tires of your car are flat. Wow, wow. <laughs> I have my son up at your house right now. <laughs> Paul, it's a good thing you didn't go see it, especially since you don't have the movie pass. And it'll cost you uh, real dollars. To go see this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I used a movie pass and still felt ripped off. Like I didn't pay a thing, <laughs> and, I, and it hurts. Yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> I, I'm just mad that they got money, right? It's not. It's not that I gave up money. I didn't. I'm mad that they got money. Let me tell you something. This thing's gonna bomb. There's no way this thing's making any money. I went on a Sunday afternoon, the opening weekend Sunday afternoon, and there was a total of maybe seven of us in the theater. Like there was no one there. And let me get let me tell you let me tell you guys something. So we get in the theater. There's maybe I don't know five people scattered in the first half of the theater, right? So we take the last we take the last row, the first empty row, and we go in the middle and we sit down. Now there's still at least half a theater still empty because you know people like the 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 first row of the second tier of seats, and other people mm-hmm. were scattered. So there was at least. Uh, 60% of the back half the th- half the theater empty. So right before the movie starts, this couple comes in, comes uh, into the, comes into the row right behind my wife and I, sits down r- directly behind us, and starts chomping on popcorn and start chatting it up like nobody's business. And at some point, the wife's like, ah! at some point, the wife's like, because uh, they're doing preview previews. But they put their feet on your seats too. <laughs> no, that no. just makes it wonderful. <laughs> no, good, but. They're, during the previews, the guy's like, I want to see that one. He's chomping on a stupid popcorn. And the wife at one point leaned over to him and said, uh, honey, remember, these seats are much closer than the ones we usually go to. So, you know, you might want to keep it down a little bit more. I want to turn around and say, oh, please, please. There's a whole theater behind you. If you guys want to chomp in your popcorn like cows and talk through the movie or the previews, go back a row. Go back two rows. There's literally half a theater empty. You had to sit directly behind us and chomp on your popcorn and slurp your drinks. Oh my God. It was so annoying. And this is the premium movie experience that we should pay extra for. 
<laughs> and then, but you know, it all got better once Annihilation started, and I got involved in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and they were watching it, and the and their heads literally exploded, or they killed themselves, and that'll uh, that would be the that'd be the upside. <laughs> That's yeah, only we, went, good we, we went Friday night, and it was about half full. Wow! And of the smallest theater in the Cineplex, it was about half full. It was one of the really little ones. Wow. It was about half full and the movie ended and we got up and the credits start rolling and I get up and I look around and everyone in the theater is just sitting there because <laughs> no one was sure that it ended. They were just yeah. stunned. Yeah. Some weird. So we got up and left <laughs> yeah. and I'm outside and I was, you know, just playing with my telephone and a couple came walking out and I just looked at them and I was like, what in the hell did we just watch? <laughs> and the lady looked back and she just laughing and like yep there we are <laughs> yeah uh so paul go ahead and go see this movie and tell us what you think <laughs> wow <laughs> make sure you go at night so you pay full price price <laughs> yeah, absolutely there's no way they're making their money back on this one 40 minute 40 million dollar budget not a chance they're making they'll be lucky they get 30 man because the word of mouth is not gonna be good on this movie well, I don't know. I mean, IMDb oh, no. and Rotten Tomato, the critics, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what critics liked about it. I, you know, I've always had this weird thing about critic scores because, you know, every now and again, you know, sometimes they're really right and sometimes they're really, really wrong. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're way off base on this one. Unless, like I said, they, they you know, they enjoy the finer things and we're just uh, too too much of a simpleton to <laughs> to enjoy it. But I'll tell you. I do admit that I'm an ogre. I mean, we were literally (laughs) raised by wolves. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's our review. So take uh, take that with a grain of salt. Go see the movie if you want. But uh, remember, we warned you. But don't actually see the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't rent it. It's not worth a second run. Don't don't pay a penny for it. (laughs) Please, for the love of God, don't. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. Paul, do you have anything to ask us about the movie? Or any comments about the movie? I, it, it sounds so great. I'm just not sure. I know. They, you're, you know. Getting re- you're getting up to ready to go see it in the theater. Uh, right? yeah. <laughs> um, no, oh. not really. All right. Well, that will uh, bring this episode to a close. So thanks again to Paul and Joe for joining me on this fine evening. And until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>